Hello, I have had an interesting, like, very frustrating incident as of late. Do you know how difficult it is to find a laptop to spec these days? <sighs> that, that fun romp, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've been blessedly spared the shopping experience. I have had a few questions pointed my way about these things, but myself, I've not really looked into the laptop market recently, no. You haven't opened it up? <laughs> Because uh, you, you get it? Because you open up a laptop? Let me explain the joke. So, but, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I think like many people right now, I have been looking at buying a lot of things in general as the annual gift giving season is fast approaching, which will be the topic of today's show. Hi, Welcome to Indulgently Minimal. I am Moggy, joined by Jeff. Hello. And Murdoch. Hello, everyone. And this week we will be discussing, in a more relaxed manner because we are very much lost ourselves, the ideas around gift giving and gift receiving, especially as we are recording this episode in the period between Black Friday and before Christmas. But I think this will go after Christmas, so this should be a bit of a funny one for all of us. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. it, it's definitely, we're in the season. And I say that ominously, the season. Fa-la-la-la-la. La-la-la-la. It's like the gifts pile in and the wallets get, the wallets get slimmer and slimmer mm. and slimmer. <laughs> well, you know, statistically speaking, this this is around the time where most companies do make their biggest profit margins. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would make sense. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a reason that everything launches in like September, October, November, because they're assuming people are going to be buying things in th in that run up. So movies, mm -hmm. tech, everything just comes out. It's a bit of a hectic period. Mm. I don't know. Pretty much. Um, if you don't mind, let me get this laptop anecdote out <laughs> of the way, because please, please uh, do share. Even though... <laughs> <laughs> Even though it isn't in the spirit of like gift giving, this was a, a specific requirement from uh, a family member, basically. Uh, my mother needed a laptop for a specific purpose. Mm -hmm. So I was assigned as, you know, the, the tech aficionado in the house with the task of actually going out and, and purchasing a laptop for, for the purpose. I haven't been in that market for a while. I, knew, I had a pretty good idea of what I was looking for. I had a pretty good idea of what I was looking for. There are some things which you do not need and there are some things which you do need. And then in between are the nice-to-haves. What I didn't realize, because I haven't been looking in this, this, this space for quite some time, is that the, the options available are confusing and not the exact <laughs> spec sheet that you are looking for. They're scary uh, and confusing to me. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be available. We'll be available. Um, so it, it, I, I want to say a couple of days, it actually took me a couple of weeks of, of shopping around to find something close, 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 but not quite to spec. <laughs> it, it, it was funny. The, the, the laptop that I landed on in the end as, you know, the time requirement for having one was drawing very close. I found one that had almost everything that I was looking for. It was, you know, basic use laptop, had enough RAM, had enough storage space, had enough, you know, a nice big screen size. 
not preloaded with a lot of the the stuff that you get with the laptop. It it was a good laptop. The summary of the you know the, the summary of the conversations that it I sounds had found pretty good. A good laptop. What was wrong with um, it, Murdoch? Come on, get to the point. It was missing. <laughs> it, it was it was missing one thing. It had no screen. <laughs> I think you're talking about a desktop computer there, sir. <laughs> no, it was missing one thing, which, you know, in my use cases is an important thing. To a lot of people, you know, they'd miss it if it weren't there, but they'd get by. The suspense uh, is killing me. Yeah, seriously, For some dude. other people, you know, they wouldn't even care. <laughs> a backlit keyboard. Ah, uh, ah, uh, mm-hmm. That is an interesting. I went, a lot of emo- I went through a lot of emotions there. First, <laughs> how could you live without one? Two. Do you need a backlit keyboard? Well, I, I, I haven't. I haven't used a laptop without one since two thousand nine. <laughs> so a it long, is ingrained that ago. that is one of these features which laptops have. And for the most part, most of the market does have laptops with backlit keyboards. It's just that when you're looking within a specific, you know, specification range. It, it's mm. less part of the basic feature set and more of an optional thing, which you may or may not find in that particular spec. Well, um, and you found, you still picked up the, the, the laptop I, and... I, I did. And, and I, gifted I did. it. You came back from your quest successful. Perhaps it wasn't the golden fleece, but, you know, it was, you know, a bronze fleece or something, <laughs> you know, some, something from Primark. I don't know. The matte black oh, no, no, laptop. Pr- pr- pretty much. <laughs> uh, ooh, that would be nice. But no, so like everything else considered, it is a good laptop. I think the uh, to bring this home, what did your mother think of the backlit keyboard issue? She didn't care. <laughs> Four minutes, Murdoch. Uh, Four minutes. This anecdote took. <laughs> she did. Oh, <laughs> uh, that really that, that really does bring it down. That some sometimes there's things that we think are so important, and for other people it's just not an issue. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I always find that fascinating. I mean, it makes sense, you know, when you're trying to get if you're getting somebody for something else, you want it to be good, nay, perfect almost. But I guess there's things that sometimes people just don't care about as much as we do, mm-hmm. or don't think about, or don't think about all, oh, yeah. or don't think about, or you know it. Quite literally, if, if if she hadn't used one or, you know, she hadn't seen the need for one. And, you know, as, as Jeff had succinctly put it, <laughs> if it's dark, just turn on the lights. Yes. Like you shouldn't be type. You shouldn't be using a computer in the dark anyway. It's well, not that's, good that's for fair, you. That, that's a very fair, that's a very fair point. Um, and, and quite literally, it was, she was much more appreciative that I went through the effort of actually, you know, getting her the laptop rather than frustrated with the fact that the keys don't light up. Hmm. And I think there, there, there are some very good takeaways here in, in, in this season in particular. So I think what's interesting at the end of the day for the perspective of gift giving is, ironically, I think that's the first place that a certain, certain types of people like us can kind of rabbit hole ourselves in gift giving is we almost forget the person who's receiving the gift. So, like, I I want to give them a laptop. I mean, that's a very expensive gift for Christmas, which we will cycle back to. But, yeah, you can sit there going, oh, but it doesn't have RGB. It doesn't support this particular software. But, like, it's not for you. You're not using this. And I think that's the first thing I really do try to come back to when I'm gift giving is what does the person, you know, what do they like? What do they want to receive? How do they receive? Because... 
I think mm. it's 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 a little bit uh, self-helpy, I guess, but I think a really good way when you're like, if especially if you are struggling to gift or if you want to, you know, get something special, look at how the person is giving gifts because people quite often either subconsciously or, you know, without necessarily meaning to, they often give in the way that they like to receive. So if you know somebody that yeah. often gives really personalized things, like, you know, like you'll get like a, a t-shirt and it's got your name on it, or it'll be like a handmade something or other. That's maybe the kind of thing they would also appreciate. Because it definitely shows off a lot, a huge amount of that person's personality, for sure. Or with the handmade stuff, they're just really a big fan of Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's some very nice stuff out there on et, et, Etsy specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a, a lot of this, you know, it, thoughtful, or at least packaged as thoughtful gifts that worth looking into for sure. Well, and it's nice. I'm not going to lie. It's nice to either get things or give things that aren't this sort of mass-produced, mass-marketed thing. Like, it feels a little more special, and mm, I yeah. find that I find it's nicer to integrate into my life, which, you know, I'm, I'm having, like, one of those days, but, like, that's just sparked something else in my mind. I think that's another thing to remember when you're gift-giving. This has to fit into somebody's life. Especially, like, oh, if yeah. you don't want that person to just turn around and re-gift it without your knowledge. <laughs> like, you know, if, if you sit yeah, there you and go... I said you can't start giving people life-size elephant plushies. Or <laughs> elephants. <laughs> or elephants. Or elephants, yes. That, that, you know, as, as grandois as the gesture is, I don't think anybody has place for an elephant in their lives. Depends on who you are, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very true. <laughs> oh, that's the thing. Like, I think... It's, for me, maybe I overanalyze these things, but for me, I really like to sort of think about why we give gifts because, especially mm-hmm. since I, I live in a different country from a lot of my, you know, longtime friends, some of the thoughts have started to crop up with certain people about like, even conversations have happened like, oh, I'm just sending you cash for your birthday, then you send me cash for my birthday. It all just cancels each other out. Why are we even doing this? Because it's nice, mm. because it it's a little, it's a gesture that I'm thinking of you, you're thinking of me, we're still friends. You know, to not to get too technical, it's a social contract. Mm-hmm. With gift giving stuff like that, there is a, it, there's a little bit of a ritual to it. And yeah, it's there for, it's there for a reason to a degree, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe if that happens, maybe it's time to discuss. Maybe we don't need to send each other, you know, you send me 25 pounds. I said, I send you 25 pounds, but you send me 25 euros. I'm getting stinted out of this by a few pence. <laughs> the difference reduces everything. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> but, you know, on that, on that front, I think it's also worth remembering that when you give things to people, especially people you see, like if you give somebody like a an ornament or a picture, there's that little little attached meaning underneath of, I expect to see this the next time I visit you. So if you give somebody something hideous. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Where is it, Jeff? Where is that, where is that awful, (laughs) awful thing I gave you? Why don't I see it? You know, like. I want it on full display for all to see. This is no longer a gift. It's an obligation. Mm. (laughs) This, 
this doesn't sound like gift giving at all. This just sounds like it's malice. not a gift for you. It's a gift for me. For every time I come around to your house and see you have to put up with it, it brings me joy to see your suffering. <laughs> oh, oh man. I know this has probably been referenced to death at this point, but but I really like that German word. Schadenfreude? Schadenfreude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How did a Christmas episode end up here? Taking pleasure in other people's misery. Seems as though the Grinch has stolen Christmas. the season to give bad gifts. La 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 la. Everyone is disappointed. La 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 I really hope this episode doesn't go out in like July or something. <laughs> it would kind of it would kind of marry up with our professional idiot status. I'll be honest. <laughs> potentially, potentially. But just going back to it, like quite literally, uh, gifts definitely have this associating meaning to them, right? I thought of you. I care yeah. about you. People have different abilities to communicate that. And, you know, communication is a two-way process, too. I think that's the terrifying thing with, you know, the actual process of gift-giving. Your intent and, and the troubles that you went through may be completely out of sync with, you know, the receiver's perception. Mm. It can be just as frustrating receiving gifts as it is giving gifts. Yeah, I mean, especially yeah. if you're, you know, if you're the type of person that receiving gifts is as an important a skill as giving gifts you know it can be really awkward receiving a gift even if it's in a situation where everybody's getting gifts you there's a way of receiving a gift that's socially acceptable and socially polite it's it's a it's a real funny one especially when you are maybe of certain personality type like certain people are quite minimalist in their life and they don't like to have objects in their life as a minimalist you sometimes have to kind of put aside your own things and be happy to be thought of and go yes thank you very much mm. but there's also um something i struggle with is like most gift giving periods birthdays christmas that kind of thing I kind of have to fight a slight feeling of disappointment when it's over. Like, you know, yeah, you can yeah, have like the, the most amazing mm. Christmas and have like all of these like beautiful things and everybody comes together and then it's over and you're sad. And I know my reaction to it has been very, very much like a rejection of materialism. Like I try to tell people like I don't want lots of things. I do enjoy the visual of a big pile of presents under the tree, but it comes from a place of of something I don't like in myself. And my reaction to it is very much like, just, I'm happy you're here. I'm happy we're together and we're eating and we're, and, but you've got to be careful that doesn't then become a, you know, oh, please. Oh, you've given me something. Please be gone from this place. <laughs> oh, be gone from this place. <laughs> Leave your gifts on the table and leave. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Well, it's a good point here. Like uh, you say, there, Moggy. Like, time spent with somebody, spending you know, time is a very, very precious thing. And you know, yeah. choosing to allot a significant amount of it to spend with people is a, I think, is quite a considerate gift in and of itself. And it's important to accept that gift. And you're also giving the other person your time as well. Um, it, 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 it's a very, it's a very good gift. I think, um, it, just it spending time with people you care about. 
It is. And I, I think it's important to spend some time, you know, reflecting on that because, again, a lot of the media around the gift-giving periods can be very much on the, you know, if you didn't receive a Nintendo Switch with three games, you failed Christmas. And mm. especially, you know, in, you know, especially for a lot of people, like who has the money to buy Nintendo Switches for their friends and, and loved ones and, mm. you know, iPads and iPhones flying everywhere? Like, no, they, these are really expensive items that maybe you only buy yourself <laughs> I, every three or four years. If I had money for an iPad, I'm <laughs> buying one for me, not when I do what, bloody hell. Oh, so, very, so Je Jeff is the Grinch today, wonderful, saying, no iPads for anybody but me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so um, I, it's a. It's I'm being honest. This Christmas, it's a tricky one. <laughs> oh no, it is. It is. But I, I think it comes down to how you yourself view yourself, and I know that's very wooey woo. But like, I think a lot of that has to like crosses my mind during Christmas. Mm. Mm. I mean, it, it, like it rolls into that whole thing as well. It's like. It's a Christmas season or it's a birthday season. You know, gifts are, are an expected thing to a degree. And you've got a person, mm -hmm. you know that person? You, everybody has one or multiple where there's nothing, you have no idea what to get them. Not a clue. <laughs> like they buy everything they want constantly throughout the year. They don't... Oh. And you have like, gonna, you know, it's like the dad problem or... I was going to say, like, I think that, man, that person's name is dad. <laughs> yeah. Or at least it's my, it's our dad, for sure. Like, <laughs> desire something, please. Stop being so content. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, like, I think the alternative problem is kind of harkening back to what we were just talking about is the person who does want things, but they are incredibly expensive. Yes, I would love a PS5 and an iPad and a, you know, a new phone. But it's like, yeah, I, my budget for you was like 20 euros max. Like, yeah. <laughs> Five bucks. <laughs> I was going to get you a coffee and call today. <laughs> but no, you wanted the Xbox. You know, like, and... And I don't, and I don't just uh, mean like people that are. I'm, I'm not trying to say that there are people out there that are. Uh, there's a word for what. I don't mean that they are have too high standards and just expect you to spend obscene amounts of money on them. But it's more like there's like people out there who don't really sweat the little things. So you know, especially now when we're all on streaming services. So who uses CDs or DVDs anymore? Games have gotten ridiculously expensive as well. Like, what do you get for the person who doesn't, you know, want candles or knickknacks or... Yeah, it's... it's You can't keep buying them, you know, bottles of wine or whiskey or beer year on year because ultimately at that point it becomes... So many whiskey kind of like, rocks. So many years. So many, <laughs> so many years where I get another. You like whiskey? You must want more whiskey rocks. It's like I'm running out of room in the freezer for the things, and they don't always work. <laughs> oh. And also, like when you're, you know, when you're, you know. When your friends live in different parts of the world, sometimes it's difficult. You can't like travel with liquids, thanks to you know, air, air flight rules. So unless you're, you know, traveling with a checked in luggage or something like that, suddenly you're stuck with either buying gifts in the duty free or foregoing certain types of gifts, which food and drink make excellent gifts, you know? 
They really, they really do, man. Like they, they actually do. They, they actually do food and drinks because they do have a shelf life. You know, a best before date. So they're not lying around. They are essentially an experience. You are gifting somebody a nice experience. That's a very good point. I never thought of it like that, but that's a very good point. Which also is a very nice mm-hmm. way of gift. If we, if I am going to give advice, like vouchers for things can be very good gifts. Like, and you don't even have to pay the full thing. So giving somebody a twenty-five euro off a massage or a skydiving, something like you know, if it's appropriate for the person. <laughs> Here you go, Grandma. <laughs> Skydiving. <laughs> Here you go, treasured friend who I know has a crippling fear of heights. Bungee jumping tickets. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know, for some people, that for some people they would consider that a gift because they're trying to help the person get over their fear. It's not a good gift and no. it's a terrible way of doing it. But mm. you can see you can see the kernel of logic churning, churning around in there. Yeah. And then the afterthought uh, not happening whatsoever. Well, I mean, it shows like a, a surface level of thought, not a uh, not a deep <laughs> yeah. level of thought. But it's not a bad, in general, like say food and especially food if it's sort of like special or maybe something that they wouldn't. You know what? Just in general, I I think an excellent gift is anything that the person wouldn't necessarily think to buy for themselves but would appreciate. Yeah. Like posh cheese, that's like, you know, if, if the person eats cheese, posh cheese is is glorious. If it's got like, oh, oh now I'm just thinking of posh mm-hmm. cheese. If they're a fan of something, like maybe like they like to, you know, spend their money on video games or movie tickets, but they wouldn't think to buy themselves a, a mug with the thing on it or, a, a, you know, a nice piece of custom artwork. Those those can be really really nice gifts because people don't always think to buy them for themselves, but appreciate them when Absol- they receive them as gifts. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, especially with the wall art stuff. A lot of people just don't have stuff to put on their walls, or they don't think about stuff to put on their walls. Mm. So it's nice. To, yes, it shows that you're thinking about somebody, or you're somebody's thought of their you. Interests. They found your interests. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and you've got something mm. to put on the wall to cover. You know, to cover blank, that blank space. The wall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, please people please put, point. Think, put things on your walls put things on your think like an empty apartment just is not welcoming mm. <laughs> yeah. certain people need reminding of this because it just doesn't cross their mind like i live here i go to work i go to my friend's house like this is where i come to sleep and then when they have people over like why is everyone so uncomfortable because you this you're sleeping on milk house. crates yeah <laughs> 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 this is the wall I stare at between oh. 6 a.m. and 9 p.m. <laughs> oh. I think another pitfall <laughs> we can fall into, just moving swiftly on, another pitfall that we can accidentally fall into is paying too much attention to somebody's interests and then buying something wholly inappropriate. Like if somebody has a hobby, like... I was going to say, buying a, buying a bike guard for somebody and getting their mouth imprint perfectly <laughs> right, that's creepy. That's a really creepy present. Hmm. I, I don't know how to respond to this. I really don't. <laughs> We, we 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 may have to do some uh, editorial decisions on that. <laughs> no, you can't censor me. I will not be censored. Oh. 
But if we have, let's say, a friend with certain types of hobbies, like I'm thinking high-end photography, hiking, those are two that like really come to mind immediately. Sometimes like we think, oh, mm -hmm. I know this person, they love doing photography, so I'll get them a, a lens for their camera, or this person's always hiking, maybe I'll get them some gear for, you know, th their trip. That person probably has a very exact idea of the equipment they need and they possibly have a very exact standard like i know mm. bad bad quality gear for many many hobbies is worse than a waste of money it's like in hiking it can be downright dangerous to have like poor quality equipment Dep mm. depending on what the equipment is yeah definitely yeah and so if you go out there and just buy something without talking to the person or checking what they get. You can get stuff that doesn't work for them, that isn't compatible with their existing equipment, or is just completely unusable. And the person has to sit there and smile at you and pretend to be grateful because you've put the effort in, like, oh, you do listen to me. You do realize, but I can't use this. And it's just, yeah, like, it's a, it's a really easy, it's the grandma trap. Like, look, I got you a, a memory card for your PlayStation. It's like we haven't used those in like 10 years. <laughs> Thanks, Gam Gam, I guess. <laughs> it, it's a real risk. And I, I think it comes down to the good old fashioned, like, talk to your friends. It's okay to ask questions. Yeah. Saying that, though, ironically, um, I got gifted, a, you know, obviously I got gifted a bunch of hiking gear that was on a list from a whole thing, but I have been gifted stuff that hadn't really been discussed or talked about and it kind of slotted in perfectly so nice like, not to not to not to muddy the water here but sometimes <laughs> <laughs> i'm not helping am I? yeah but did the person that gave this to you know what they were doing yes yes they did okay uh, and, and that that is part of the experience like you know the 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 unexpected nature of receiving gifts like oh <laughs> i wasn't expecting this to turn out yeah. so perfectly or oh <laughs> This is far more horrible than I ever could have expected. Thanks. Have you ever had a gift from somebody and you're like, you're impressed that, where did you even find this? <laughs> I'm sure it's happened at least once. It's happened to everybody at least once. I mean, I, I've been mm -hmm. to quite a few Christmas markets these past few years. They're very popular here. And yeah, you walk around and you sort of go, who is making this stuff? <laughs> Never mind who's mm -hmm. buying it, who's making it? <laughs> like, we were at a market the other day, and it's like, ah, look, I always knew you wanted a crocodile skull. <laughs> like, yeah, some, that's something you want and need and use. <laughs> okay, guys, uh, I kind of want that crocodile skull. <laughs> <laughs> okay, take a note. <laughs> Putting this in the notebook now. I've got, no, I've got, I've got literally <laughs> nowhere for it to go skull. or any reason to have one, but... I kind of want I, the crocodile. You kind of want one now. Like, hmm. They're an apex predator. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not even close. What, crocodiles? Oh, I thought oh. you meant me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Uh. Oh, well. Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm on board team ask where it you know ask where appropriate yeah. I, I i don't personally do this myself <laughs> but i i'm a, i am a fan of the idea of if you don't know what to get somebody 
do open up the conversation with them, if yeah, appropriate. It's a good, it's, it's a good takeaway. That's actually not a bad segue there, Murdoch. In like, without going too deep into it, like certain cultures don't do not just Christmas. Obviously, like Christmas is a little a religious these days. It, it is a religious holiday in origin, but it's not really anymore. But other cultures, like they don't celebrate their festivals through gift giving the same way that like the very traditional westernized Christmas does. And mm -hmm. it's worth remembering that, I think. Not not to put too yeah, fine a point on that. Um, very much so. It's not a universal thing. Very much so. Well, the region I am in, the region I am from, basically, there's not so much the gift giving as it is actually families coming together. And there's lots of food, lots of coffee, lots of nice sweet mm. things during celebratory seasons. And the gift giving is in the form of essentially small denominations you give to the children. Mm. So they, the, the children mm. in this way are sort of encouraged to go visit the families. And they're left there to their devices essentially to collect a bit and then go out and purchase that thing or maybe save up a little bit, save up for a little mm. bit later. But the concept of, of gift mm. giving in and of itself is not sort of like a, a social mm. obligation. And honestly, like I think sometimes we, there can be a little bit of a demeaning or snobbery around the idea of giving money or gift certificates, vouchers to people, but it's not mm. a bad shout. Like if you are dealing with somebody who is like completely minimalist and doesn't do CDs, doesn't do DVDs, maybe like three month Netflix, app, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever. Like, you know, if they're already subscribing to a service, then maybe a voucher for that service is a, a fine gift because that's their lifestyle. And it also it frees it frees up mm -hmm. it frees up that money for something else that they can then choose to do with themselves because they're not paying exactly. for that month of Netflix or, or exactly. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. And but like you said, Murdoch, I think asking is not a bad shout if the person is like that. I know plenty of people who for them they haven't they have very strong ideas of the things that they want. And if you say Mm -hmm. And I've been thinking, and I'm not really sure what you might like this year. They will have a list of things that are like, yeah, I'd love this. The surprise mm. element, like some people really want the surprise. Other people like, yeah, just get me this thing. That's what I want. And it's not a, mm -hmm. I mean, again, communicate, talk to your friends. Like some people, like they don't, they don't <laughs> care about the surprise at all. No, like get me this thing. I want this thing. Mm -hmm. um, if we're doing gifts, that's, that's what I would like. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the thing there is, that, there, that I suppose... Oh, yeah. At least here, there's a mild, there is a little bit of a taboo around ask, you know, asking for something yeah. that you'd like, unless that's something that you know, there's almost this, mm. that's something that children do. You know, they ask for what they want, whereas, you know, for adults, you're supposed to figure it out and work out. But yeah, you know, absolutely. Just talk to your friends. That's a, that, that, I think that's the takeaway from this episode. Just talk, talk to your but friends. The, there, There is uh, like the, one more interjection here is basically, you know, there seems to be this romanticized notion mm -hmm. that if you know somebody well enough, you should just oh, know. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. There's so, I mean, like there's, there's certain companies out there making movies and TV shows that are just sort of like setting such an unrealistic standard for so many things. And yeah, like people are not psychic. Somebody can love and care for you deeply and have missed 
certain things. You know, like you may think that like it's so obvious that you're into collecting this particular object, but maybe like that person has just never seen it. Or, you know, they think, or Mm -hmm. quite possibly, oh, this person has a very explicit standard of this thing in their life. I'm not going to interfere with that. I would only get them something inferior. That's a normal thought process. Like, yeah, just because they didn't get you the one thing you were expecting doesn't mean they don't love you. They're only human. (laughs) And and that's a key point to drive home. That really is a key point to drive home. It is the thought that counts. People aren't mind readers. And it it is very important to appreciate a gift for what it is. I I thought of you. That's quite literally it. I thought of you. Here's something nice. I saw this and it made me think of you. Which I think that that comes back to the the key point I want to take away from this. And it really does sort of filter back through a lot of the things we've already talked about and a lot of the things we want to talk about is – I know for myself, I just want to be less materialistic in life. You know, Mm. I don't want to be always desiring the next shiny thing. I don't always want to be spending all of my money on stuff, things that on stuff. Yeah. And the, the, the gift giving periods, whether it's Christmas, birthdays or ever are a challenge because it's a very normal thing. And a lot of our cultures are saturated with advertising and media that tell you to want things. You need Mm -hmm. the next shiny to make you happy. And I think it's a challenge for us these times of years to really think about those attitudes and think what, what do these festivals actually mean to us? And yeah, it's not about the object. It's about the thoughts. It's about being with the people you care about and Sometimes those gifts can be very small, very financially cheap, but be infinitely more meaningful because of the thought that went into it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The last point I may want to tack on there, and it was a thought process I had while traveling recently. Sometimes useful gifts are nice as well. Like you have the little trinkets you put on display which have some sort of sentiment attached to them, right? And maybe for another episode, uh, the discussion of memorabilia when traveling. But the thought process came about when finding, you know, like a really nice t-shirt. Yeah. It's like, ah, so this has, you know, memory associated with it, but this is something that I can wear. It is something that... People need clothing, yeah. yeah. A mug, People do need clothing. Yes, a mug is nice. It's, you know, I will have my coffee or my tea in this every day. That That is a usable gift. Not always obvious and not always easy to find. And it brings a lot of joy, I think, like that mug. Like I remember for quite a mm. few years at my office job, I had a little mug that I'd found mm. of a movie that I liked. It might have even been a comic book I liked. And it made me smile drinking my coffee out of this cup. You know, I was sad when um, I, when I lost mm. it. It brought a little bit of joy Mm. to my day. It's like um, I remember when I came to visit you for the first time when you'd moved, when when Mm -hmm. you'd moved, and it was on my birthday. Yes. And, you know, and and you got a bunch of, it was a bunch of little things, but they were really, really useful for my time there, you know. Well, Uh, you're coming from England to a hot country. You needed things like flip-flops. Flip-flops and sunglasses. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and, and they were really, really nice and really, really useful. The sunglasses did melt eventually, unfortunately. 
But they were, yes. until then, they were very good. <laughs> well, as, as, as a sign of a gift well used, I, yeah. I think. Yeah, that's that's the last fun part. I think the fear with receiving a gift or giving a gift is that this thing will get used to bits, mm. right? To the point where it's no it's like longer. It's like a well-read book. You know, oh, yeah. If I see mm. a book that is like, you know, torn around the edges, tattered, stained, I don't think, oh, that's sad. Look at that poor book. I think, wow, somebody loved this. They've read it unless you've so lent, much. Unless you've lent it to somebody and they bring it back to you like that. <laughs> in which case it's like, a, we can't be friends anymore. What's <laughs> mm. the old the old one? Um, oh, don't worry. I'll I'll um, I'll look after it like it's mine. No, you'll look after it like it's mine, <laughs> not yours. <laughs> <Yes>. Mine. <laughs> I don't know how you treat uh. your things. I know how I want you to treat mine. Uh, that's a different story no, for a different time. But yeah, it's, it's it's a definite point. Yeah, it's like when you've got something that's obviously loved and used. Yeah, if you've given somebody a gift and you come back to it and it's and and it's a bit bad. That should be the takeaway from it. Not that they haven't looked after it, but that used they it. have enjoyed it and they have used it. And that's yeah. and, and that's and that's a fantastic mm-hmm. compliment, I think. I think it is, yeah. I think so too. And that's a that's a very lovely way to end today, I think. So guys, do you have any mm-hmm. final thoughts on the gift giving period as you know we barrel towards it or probably as our listeners are exiting it? My final <laughs> thought, thoughts are if you just wanna send me posh cheese, just posh cheese. <laughs> <laughs> a nice bit of Wensleydale for Jeff is what I, I hear. Posh, mm. posh Wensleydale. Posh Wensleydale with posh. cranberries in it. Oh, luxury, mm. luxury lad, luxury. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I'm thinking is cheese, mm, <laughs> right? I do have maybe one small suggestion as well. If you're looking at a gift for you know a, a communal friend, it it might not be the worst idea to also pull in for a gift. Yep, yeah. but. More importantly, more importantly, I think it's important not to be too frustrated while trying to find a gift for somebody or not to be too frustrated while receiving a gift from somebody. It, it is quite literally the thought that mm. counts. It feels like a cliche to say it, but sometimes we do need to remind ourselves of it, that ultimately this person has gone through the effort to give you, even if it's like something like clearly that they've just done at the last minute, they still thought of you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's something. They mean well. <laughs> I hope so. And that, that <laughs> so often goes over. Yeah, I hope so. They mean well. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Well, I hope this has been a little bit helpful and I hope our listeners have had an excellent period, however that period may have found you. And I hope you'll join us again next time on Indulgently Minimal. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at Indulgently Mini. Also, if you have any thoughts, any questions, any topics you'd like us to tackle in the future, you can email us at indulgentlyminimal at gmail.com. Once again, I've been Moggy and I've been joined by Jeff. Yeah, uh, just remember to go easy on yourself, guys. And Murdoch. And remember, folks... Indulge a little. In and at Christmas time, I think we all may have. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this one. See you for the next one. Bye. Bye. Take care, everyone.